Hey, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in. My name's Cornelius, and this is episode two of Gypsy Jazz Hangouts. Uh, this episode, we've got to hang out with the amazing Filippo Delasta, who's an amazing guitar player and a really cool dude. Um, he's splitting his time these days between Berlin and London, so we're really glad to get him. He is an Italian-born guitar player. Uh, he has played with loads of people. He's played with uh, Moses Rosenberg, he's played with John Wheatcroft, he's played with uh, Lolo Mia, Lolo, Lolo Mia, is that how you pronounce it? I can't remember. Uh, he plays with loads of bands, he's got Gypsy Dynamite, he's got Harp Bazaar, he's played all over the place. He's played in Germany, he's played in India, he's played Italy, France, Spain, England, Malta, Russia, he's played the Moon, he's played in Westeros, he's played at Hogwarts, he's played it absolutely everywhere. He's done gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, he did a gig at the House of the Parliament, I don't know how you get a gig there, but that's pretty cool, and we thought we'd just ask him to come around and play some tunes with us. Uh, we thought we'd have a few drinks and just have a bit of a chinwag, really. And we had uh, myself playing a bit of guitar, Toby Medland on the violin, and Ben Manning on the bass. Uh, it was a really fun episode to record this, we all had a good time. Played lots of nice songs and had a good chat about all sorts, really. Um, talked a lot about his most recent album, Mediterranean, which is absolutely f***ing banging. Really check it out. It's like a fusion of uh, gypsy jazz and Indian music. It's it's, it's well good. Um, we talked about traveling around India uh, and meeting gurus and sort of learning the music from the, the masters of, of that genre. Um, we talked quite a lot about practice and um, you know how you can develop like a good relationship with your instrument and just with your music and and how that can really sort of uh, sustain you times are hard because it's not all easy you know times are hard especially if you're a deadbeat jazz musician like us lot uh, now then uh, it's usually at this point of the podcast um, we usually talk about all our amazing sponsors who give us lots of nice things for free and then we talk about them well we haven't got any to be honest um, so if there's anybody out there who fancies giving us some stuff you know uh, We'll talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. You know, if you've got a music shop, or you make guitars, or pickups, or plectrum strings, whatever, man, like get in touch. You know, I mean, it doesn't even have to be music related. You know, if, uh, clothing brands, uh, watches, sport, N- Nike. You know, uh, I could do with some new football boots. To be fair, you know, uh, Adidas, whatever. I could. I could wear your boots to all my gigs, you know, it might help help with your your sales, you know, I imagine. So like I say, just get in touch because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm well up for it. Alright, without further ado, here we go, episode two of Gypsy Jazz Hangouts.
Filippo, how the hell are you, man? Good, 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 good. Thanks for coming on, doing Thank the old podcast with us. As you can see, it's a very professional setup we've got here, yeah. and it took us about three hours to set up, but we're here, we're done. Yeah, it was fun, I enjoyed that. Filippo. Right. stole my solo from me. <laughs> I think it was, I think that was, that was, that was, that was a benefit to all of us that that happened. Now, Filippo, you were saying, because I always thought you lived in London, but you live in London and Berlin now. Is that right? Yeah, in between London and Berlin, yeah. That's pretty hectic, eh? Loads of flying. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many flights did you say you've done? Like um, next week, this week is going to be my seventeenth flight in two and a half months. Mad. I don't think I've done so many flights in my life. Because you were based in London, yes. totally for a bit. And and wh what's Berlin about? How did that? I, I was based in Berlin initially in two thousand and seven oh. until two thousand and ten. Okay. Then then London for almost ten years. Right. And then Berlin again, because I basically always missed it, you know. Really? Yeah, so you can vary in Berlin. Like I, I like both, you know. Yeah, sure. So I just decided I, I want to be, I want to be in both places. Hey, that's right. yeah, solution, isn't it? And make it happen, then yeah. Why? Yeah, I suddenly realised why do I have to choose, you know? Yeah, exactly. Is there much gypsy jazz going on in Berlin? There's quite quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. I remember being at Samar once and bumping into. I got a lift back to the campsite uh, mm. with this gang of Germans, there was like five of them, and three of them played. Right. And I was like, so what's the Berlin jazz scene, gypsy jazz scene like? He's like, it's in this band right now. Like, <laughs> it's just three of us, really. We probably know them then. When, when was that? Oh, 2015? Right, because apparently it has picked up quite a bit in, mm. the, in the past few years. Yeah, so it's more than three. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four, <laughs> more now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Um, is it a completely different lifestyle? Like. How yeah. different is Berlin from London? I've never been. It's like, you can, you can skin up in front of a policeman. Yeah. Wow, okay. I, I don't smoke myself. But you did. But if, you just, did. It's but just, if you wanted to, the option's there. It's yeah. just, you know, it's just to give you an idea of mm. the, the sense of freedom. Yeah. Wow. Or, uh, it's like many things. It's got the biggest pavements in, in Europe. It's the biggest pavement? Yeah. Interest, nice. Interesting fact. Yeah. You mean, like... <laughs> Well, it's it's got really real. big, with one big it's pavement. It's got the la largest pavement. That means you're never uh, trapped behind a slow walker. It means... Oh, like the... the you mean the wide, like? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, They've got everything. Because <laughs> <like, laughs> I've been looking for a place with wide pavements for a while. Like, that's... We're good. Berlin. Right on. Um, and you recently did an album, Mediterranean. Yeah. It? It's a good album, eh? Yeah. It's great. Fantastic. Thanks. And this is something I want to talk to you about, because it's... What would you call it? Fusion? Gypsy Jazz Fusion? Uh, it's world music, really. World music, yeah, right, okay. I think so. And, like, how did it come about? Because I find it hard enough to get three gypsy jazz musicians to come to a gig every week, yet you've managed to put together this ensemble of inter interesting instruments and stuff. I mean, how did that come about? Um, again, I always liked both style of music, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did I have to choose which one to play? There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I like this. Choose no, but it, it's basically... Um, I always liked Indian music, since, especially since my first trip to India. I went backpacking for half a year uh -huh. and uh, studied a, a bit of classical music there, sitar and uh, tabla as well a little bit. Oh really? Wow. Where did you go? Uh, all over. From, from Mumbai and then all the way south and back north. And sure. I have a different city every week, so kind of for cool. six months. Wow. So did you find like teachers over there? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. More importantly, did you find yourself? <laughs> uh, 
No, no, he's missing stuff. He's still there. Cool, man. Well, I want to talk to you a bit more about that. But we got tight against it for time. So let's end on the tuning. Yeah, sure. Can I can I just move your mic to that side of your leg? Is that right? To there. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. 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 get your dick rolling. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Even that way you will. Um. Yeah. Can I do it? Thank you.
finished in September, then mm. released it in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it took a long time to record. <coughs> yeah. I guess that's just to do with the, the type of instruments that have been used and stuff. It's that and the uh, costs. Okay, okay. So uh, it was a matter of, uh, you know, spending the money I had to record yeah. it until it was finished. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting yeah. to save some more and do the rest. You you, it was recorded in like a, a proper studio, like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many sessions? Um, I think about uh, eight days, nine days. Cool, wow, yes. Something like that. It's we talked about ten, like about, about that. Yes. So we, we took uh, four, uh, four or five days just for the rhythm section. Mm. So we recorded that live. Cool. Aha, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then and then um, overdub the, the solo instruments on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, with, and what's in the rhythm section again? The... Two guitars, double bass, drums and tabla. Wow. It's the rhythm section. Yeah. Is the tabla from London? The, pl the tabla player? The player, not the tabla itself. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's got Indian parents, but he was born in London, actually. Cool. What's, yeah. what's his name? Kevin Joshi. There's, there's actually a really cool story about him. He, he, his guru, because that's how it works with Indian... Okay. Indian musical education, you get your own guru, and then that's your teacher, and that's it. There's you, no, you don't there's change no. it. There's no Dennis Chang music school like, <laughs> for this stuff. Like you gotta. Go well, you like uh, most people get uh, 
get, get a guru and then there is a very special re relationship with the teacher. You don't, okay. you don't say like, okay, I'd like to try a different teacher now. You know, so how does the yeah. like selection process happen? Uh, I'm not really sure. Do you just I, get told like this is your this is your student, well, this is your guru? Uh, and you got to deal with I'm it. not really sure, but the way it happened with him, he actually his guru was uh, Gulam Ali, hmm. who is uh, like the tabla is the Ravi Shankar for for tabla. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it it be basically be like studying guitar with Django for us. Wow. Yeah, it's like really. Yes, it is. Uh, and and the way it happened is because his uh, Keval's father, his father took him to one of Gulam Ali's concerts and when he was six. Right. And he was uh, was mesmerized, you know. Wow. He was like, wow, I love the tabla. Yeah. And I want to learn it. And then he started going to all his concerts, and Gulam Ali started noticing him because he's like always the same little kid there. <sighs> So he started chatting and his father introduced him, he's like, you know, he really loves the tabla, he's like, okay, come study with me, so... Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's the selection process. Yeah, 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 fair enough, yeah. Good go to be all legs. Be obsessed with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool story. Okay, yeah. yeah, amazing story. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I guess that's why he also managed to make it work, to adapt his playing to, to this kind of music. Okay. Because he, cause he's really good, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's, that definitely helped. Well, it's funny because when you listen to the album, it does blend. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's its one own sound. Because some fusion's rubbish because they'll get two genres and it's more like there's two different bands playing in the same room and they don't really click that well. They, they sound so separate from each other. Mm. But this is a nice blend, you know what I mean? It works well. Totally as well. Was like, you know your compositions, a lot of them are quite like gentle. Maybe you're playing mm -hmm. some, but like quite gentle and that tabla has like a... Uh, quite gentle sound. Yeah, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a smooth album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a... It's not like heavy gypsy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And who was the guy, there was a guy who did the guest slot? Uh, was it Lolo... Uh, was it Lolo Lolo Mayer, yeah. Yeah, he was on it, yeah. How did that happen? Uh, well, I went to study with him. Okay. Uh, in 2000 and... I forgot. 16 or 17? And uh, yeah, then we played a couple of tours together, so we kind of knew each other. And um, I asked him to play on the album. Yeah, he said yes. Simple as that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, we should get that here sometime. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, let's what we on. Yeah, let's play another tune. What, what do you want to play, man? Um, I don't know, man. There's so many tunes. It's the hardest thing to, of a jazz musician is to pick tunes. Yeah. They, should, they should have like an elective on the courses at university, yeah. like how to pick tunes within five minutes. Yeah. Oh, we did that on the last one. Did we? Yeah. Well, that was it. Do you know Bernie's tune? That, that's not in minor key, but it's in D minor, the same as the last two tunes. Oh, yeah. Toby is actually really <laughs> talented for whenever we do a gig, we'll play a song, and then the next song is always that he's just. It's, it's the exact same song. Be like, it's because I'm always like, in the same vibe with the last okay. tune. Okay, you know? how it's about um, a Rhythm Changes? Do you know a song called What Kind of Friend? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Rhythm Changes in the Sea. Okay. Yeah? That's it? Yeah. That's sweet. It's a nice little tune. Let's go straight into it. Yeah, yeah. great. Okay, so. One, two, one, two, three. <laughs> 
these endings. Yeah. yeah they've got five or six podcast time. They're going to be so tired. <laughs> so here's another thing, right? Um, <coughs> practice. Practice makes perfect, or so they've told me, oh, best yes. to decide. Uh, do you have any, like, I mean, you're, you're a good player, man. Like, do you have any special practice routines that you do? I mean, how, how do you do it? How do you practice? Uh, it changes all the time, really, yeah. what I do. But what, what definitely changed over the years is, is the approach I have towards practice, which is towards practice and towards playing in general. Okay. Like, um, before we hit uh, record, we were talking about my grandfather. Okay. Who was a violin player. Uh-huh. And he, he actually passed away uh, a couple of years back at the age of 104. Wow. And he, he played until almost the, the end, you know? Yeah, and um, and he reckon he reckon that's what kept him fit. Really? He, yeah, he um, he was still there, you know. Like he was just a bit deaf. Kept his mind. That's all. So his mind was still there. Yeah, he knew yeah. who I was. He knew who everyone was. And he, yeah, he yeah. still chat to him, and he knew everything. You know what was going on. There's nothing that uses as much as the mind as practicing like practical music. Is there really like got so many elements to it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And here, I reckon that's what kept him fit, you know? Yeah. It's working for you, because you're like 86 years old now, something like that. <laughs> just, just 84. Eight, there you go, yeah. This is keeping him in shape, the practice. You see, I obviously don't practice. I'm only 18. But, uh, <laughs> just look knackered. And, <laughs> and really, the fact that um, he was still practicing at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, amazing. Was he, he like, did he work? Was he a working musician? Was he gigging yeah. until the end? No, it wasn't gigging. Okay, it was fair. teaching until like yeah, yeah. ninety something. Oh, yeah. Um So it really amazed me, you know, like the the fact that he was still sitting down and to, to practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it really got got me thinking. The, the, that's the beauty of it, you know. Like the the beauty of it is that we we there's always something to practice, anyways, you know. Sure. So the fact that. We, we have a passion and we are able to sit down with our instrument and never be bored. Yeah. It's a gift, you know? Yeah. So that really took a lot of the stress out of, um, you know, some some stressful things that can come with playing, like uh, thinking you sound shit or uh, thinking you play like shit or thinking, well, shit, what do, what, what do I have to practice now? Okay, yeah. You know, like that really changed my perspective as in like you you'll always have something to practice anyways. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter how good you get. Like. Yeah, and also, the beauty of it is not about getting good or... The beauty of it is like, whatever happens, even if I'll be 90, I've got something to do, you know? Yeah, it's true, man. It's true. It's true. It's, uh, so that really changed it for me. Wow. At some point. Wow. And so now, so like, you're pretty dedicated to practice then, I guess. It's yeah, and I love it. Like. It's never stressful. I yeah. always love it, you know? Well, you know, it makes sense, like, if you can get to the point, for a lot of people, practice is hard work, and for myself, at least, I can go through periods where it's quite fun, uh, and I find it very easy just to come and start practicing, and sometimes, you know, maybe you've got stuff on in your life, whatever, and it's kind of like, it feels like a chore, so I've got to try and find some time for this bloody practice, but if you can kind of make well, when it's a chore too, you don't feel good, so you sound shit because you haven't practiced, right. and then you're like, well, I'm shit, I don't want to play this thing, Yeah. that'll keep going, and then you... Finally, like, I don't know, I recently kind of broke out of one of those. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like, actually, no, I, I sound shit, but if I practice, I'll get better and I do a bit. 
And then you want to play more. Because yeah, you know, and then you want to play more, and you're like, oh, actually, no, this is this is fun. I remember why I started doing it, you know. Yeah. And that and that's in that respect, music is a, is a journey to self awareness in mm. that, yeah. that way, you know, yeah, like sure. wow. yeah, also like f figuring out when to practice, how to practice, why do I sound this way, why do I not sound the way I want to sound, is it because of this attitude, so what attitude should I um, adapt and, and use yeah. uh, towards practicing, and then you realise it's the same attitude you have towards life in general, isn't it, wow. and towards yourself, yeah. and then, and then, you know, and then yeah, it, it can come to okay. Today is C major, tomorrow is a, a melodic minor, you know. But that's la later, I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hate it, man. Yeah. And like that's why I wanted to chat ab to about this a bit in the podcast because I think it's is uh, good advice for uh, for younger players, especially. Definitely. Uh, especially in in um, in, a, in a city like London where it can get really competitive. Yeah. And it can, yeah. as you said, it can feel like a chore, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I have to get good, uh, yeah. Even, not even necessarily just a chore, like sometimes a bit of a thankless task, you know? In a place that you say, like London, where there's a lot of very, very good people, when you're like, even if you're dedicating practicing, like, there's always going to be someone out there who's like, shredding and... Yeah, and it, I mean... can be a bit disheartening. I mean, yeah, and it, I mean, it's, it's good to be competitive, but I think naturally we look, we're, we're, we're competitive beings. Mm -hmm. uh, we, are, we are born as a... From a competition of of, of, of sperms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before you're even born, it's there, and even in, in even the species was a competition. Yeah, like competing for resources and all much of it, you know, and yeah, we're naturally competitive. Ex exactly, beings. but I think there's like you, you can you can experience it in two different ways. You can experience it from like an ego point of view, and that's that's when it gets painful. Mm -hmm. In the long run, yeah. Or if you there's a healthy way of being competitive and wanting to be the best, yeah. Uh, which is I think uh, by thinking that you being the best can contribute to the world, mm. as in like if you think about the guy who uh, broke the first um, hundred meters in less than ten seconds, okay. That happened only in 1969. Right. And then mm. the first time it happened, they started recording it uh, at the end of the 1800s. Yeah. And then no one could break the the ten seconds um, barrier. Barrier. Yeah, yeah. No, no one could break it. They, they, everybody thought it was humanly impossible. Wow. Yeah. Then this guy in the U.S. Hayes, I think his name was. Okay. Right. Uh, broke that record, yeah. and since he did it, another hundred and forty-one people did it. Wow. Okay. So he just needed that first trailblazer. To yeah. So like no one for uh, uh, seventy years. And then in the 70s, so like when people realized it was possible, it then, became, like, then, every, then loads of people started uh, yeah. breaking that barrier, you know. Yeah, it's so because he was the best, like he he made it possible for everyone, yeah. and that's that's the healthy way of doing it, you know. Like it's funny that it reminds me because I think your mentality um, is often what's holding you back, and that sounds like a, a, a corny thing you see on like a Facebook post, like <laughs> you, you're only holding yourself. Like, <laughs> a picture of the beach or yeah. something. But really, like I remember as a kid. Uh, when I was first learning guitar, and yeah, I used to play rock music and that, and uh, used to go to ultimateguitar.com, download mm, yeah. tabs and that, yeah. And um, anyway, I could kind of fiddle away a bit. And then one day, I don't know why it came to my head, but I just thought, why don't you get the guitar solo for Stairway to Heaven? Why don't you just have a look at it? And I realised that up until that point in my head, I was of the idea that that is almost impossible for anyone apart from the absolute elite to play. Yeah, right. So I'd never bothered trying to learn it. Yeah. I just had to forget it. And then one day I thought, I'll just have a look at it. And actually, it was, it was within my ability at the time. Yeah. Because it was not in my head, or my head was kind of thinking, definitely not. I wasn't going to progress that way. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And another funny thing that reminds what he's saying, my favourite writer is a guy called G.K. Chesterton, mm. and he said, and I'll paraphrase, I guess I'm wrong, but he used to say things like, in terms of competition and trying to be your best self, he'd say, don't compare yourself to other people around you, or don't even compare yourself to who you should be in the future. He said, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, and if you're doing better than that guy, exactly. then, then you could go somewhere right. Exactly. You know, and it, I'm always happy with my playing. If I'm playing as well as I can, I'm completely happy. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, if I'm better than the guy to my left or I'm not. Um, if I know I'm doing what I can do well, I'm having a great time. It just hurts so. to be worse than you were last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I came up on Christmas, I've played this <laughs> for ages. Fucking hell, I sounded shit. I sounded terrible, like, but yeah, yeah. That's it, man. I mean, it's it's an area of our plane uh, that we should uh, pay attention to as much as uh, scales, theory, arpeggios, yeah. and yeah. there's also like the ability to enjoy it and just. I'm, I was going to ask actually on a practical level since you mentioned scales and whatnot. Do you like? Or at the same time, everyone like. Do you all like? Do you go through scales and like uh, etudes or whatever? Like, is that a thing that you guys do? Um, no, I mean, uh, yes, I did a, f a fair bit. Uh, in the past, and then eventually, I probably do again in the future. Mm. Like I go through phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when uh, when when I sit down and I do something that really makes me feel miserable, I have to stop doing it. You know? Fair enough. Yeah, 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 right. So like, try to achieve the same results, but like by uh, maybe transcribing or. Mm. Mm. See, I I I ded I dedicate hours to scale still. Like I, I think I don't know. Like violin's quite a. How do you, you got, like, them? Yeah, of course. Your, what's your tech? Well, I, like but like, I usually just stand in front of the mirror and like make sure, just play scales really slowly, make sure my bow's straight and my fingers are like just literally like. Do you play like, the scale hours. like up and down? I suppose it's important too because we've got intonation to think about. Well, yeah, I suppose, I suppose that's other something world. Element. Like, that's, yeah. that's why I use scales. Like, it'll be the start of my warm up day mm. or whatever, I'll pick a random scale, normally like a major scale or something, and you know, play it up and down and play it like in thirds and sixths and stuff and then like try and just I'll put on like a cello drone on YouTube you know and just mm, for like okay. half an hour you know, light some incense kind of zen out <laughs> try and like make melodies just using notes from that scale and just yeah, be yeah, like yeah. you know simple melodies just super in tune it's like yeah. that's that's say where my scale practice is it's really hard on the double bass as well isn't it? yeah sure yeah. like I mean I've been playing it for like ideas now and it's still uh, of course. it's still like a big thing is just trying to try to be in tune and if you don't practice it for like a couple of days and I come back and it's just ugh. When I'm feeling really, really like uh dedicated to work, like yeah. I literally put on a metronome super super slow mm. and That's put good. on a open a tuner, like a snark type thing and literally just play like the slowest scales I can, slow with my eye on the tuner to think through every note's like bang on. Yeah. Mm. Really, yeah, it's a lot of effort. It's not there's like, there's loads of things you can do, isn't there? Yeah, well, exactly. It's, yeah, it's endless, like, possibilities. It's like right? you find one thing and then that just branches out into like five more things yeah, that you yeah. need to get on top of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Right. Let's like you say, you'll never get bored. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's thing. Cool. That's the beauty of it. You get tired yeah. and knackered and fed up a bit, but you're not bored. Yeah. You're yeah. a different yeah. kind of thing, right? Which is it's a gift, man. Well, it's like, a good yeah, kind of It's a good kind of tired, like. People, there's people who don't have that. And you know, it's like. There's like the. When they're not working, it's like, what the fuck should they do now, you know? Netflix. <laughs> it's a good point. You don't, like, you know, we're musicians and we've been music for quite a while, I guess, and mm. we tend to hang out with other musicians. And you don't realise that a lot of people, once work's finished and the jobs are done, that's it. It's kind of like, well, yeah, what do we do now? Yeah. Although, in a way, that's kind of, must be... It's kind of nice to Kind of nice, nicer in other ways, because obviously, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I am never, haven't got music on my mind in some respect. Mm. And, like, 
must be not quite nice to switch off from work. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's different. You know, have your job and be able to come home and be like, right, I don't have to do anything now. Yeah. Well, I get switch. that, but like, I'd, I'd sacrifice that for getting to do what yeah. I enjoy for work. I'll be great for it, yeah, yeah. Right, let's play a tune. Mm. What time are now? Uh, it's five to, five to four. Alright, let's play a tune. And then I want to say one more thing. And then, yeah, I'll Go on, pick one tune. Anything else? Probably something. Jungle Stiger. Perfect. Solid. Absolutely. All right. Let's play it far um, too fast, right? No. <laughs> Even faster than that. Okay. Deal. Deal. Is that later? Everybody should go to jams with like, you know like when you go to like parties or meet new people like uh, Oh, have like a list of tunes Yeah, the list of tunes, instead of like, hi my name is, a list of tunes and like the highest yeah. BPM you can, you can stomach, you know what I mean? That's pretty cool So then nobody's going to call it too fast Oh no, go on, go on. Yeah It's a treat Alright, next one, next time Okay, Django's time um,
That's on that. Right, so it's four o'clock now. Yes. There's one more thing I really want to talk to you about. I can't remember what it was. Go for it. No, I can't remember what it was. Go for it. No, no, no. 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 No, no, Did a gig with Moses Rosenberg. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Were you at that gig? Yeah, I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well, was it good? Was it really good? Uh, it was good. Toulouse Low Track. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. How did that come about? Like, uh, do you know Moses? Uh, went to study with him. Uh-huh. I asked him this to is um, This is the trick I'm getting. You've got to study with these guys. <laughs> yeah, you've got to study with these guys. I also have to get good, you actually. Asked him to... Details, details. Asked him to play a gig and said yes. Simple as that, lads. Oh, you hear that, yeah, folks? Like, That's all you need to do. <laughs> He's actually coming back. Oh, yeah? To Londres in March. Oh, oh sweet. Uh, same venue, or? Same venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try and be there. Weird. And then I was going to ask you what gigs you got coming up. We've got a gig together, the three of us, haven't we? In March. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so um, we do. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. One in Soho, it's the Dells. That'll be fun. Oh, it's going it's to be fun because it's like a proper full hot club, isn't it? Yeah. Three yeah, 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 yeah. So, us three. Simon Reed on bass. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And John Wheatcroft. John Wheatcroft. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. what date is that Toby again? Um, 18th of March. Well done. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the day after my birthday. So, <coughs> St. Paddy's Day. The day, oh, the day after St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, yeah. More importantly, the day after St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about this guy. So, you got that gig coming up. Anything else coming up for you? Uh, um, here or in Berlin or whatever? I've got. Um, Day after tomorrow, which is probably a bit close. Okay, yeah, yeah, I might not be out by then, but... Uh... Uh, I've got, uh, yeah, there's this March thing with, with Toby, there's... Um, I'm, gonna, I'm taking a couple of months off because uh, my son will be born in March. Ah! Mm. And end of February, actually. Amazing. And then, uh, yeah. thanks. And then, yeah, we, we've got 26th of March with John Whitcroft, 27th of March with Lolo Mayer, 28th of March with Moses Rosenberg. Solid, solid nice. few days. <laughs> that's a decent week, that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. And that's in the same venue. Right. Uh, Toulouse Track, same venue as last time. Check it out, guys. Get to that gig. And then, we'll play one more quick tune. I know you're on uh, Let's quickly just plug your festival a bit, shall we? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. After you. Uh, ask a leading question. Um, <laughs> when is your amazing Gypsy Jazz Festival London happening? Well, the amazing Gypsy Jazz Festival London is happening in... May, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, uh, can you give us any names? Of yeah, sure. Uh, we've got, um, so with Daniel John Martin and Noe, Noe Reinhardt. Amazing. Who's such yeah, Noe Reinhardt, is great fantastic. Player. And yeah. Daniel John Martin, it's my opinion, is amazing, yeah. kind of the best, top top level. Right, um, got Robin Nolan's doing a really, really cool kind of intimate show, which would be really fun. Sweet. Philippa's uh, supporting for him, actually. Oh, really? Um, oh, sweet. And who else? Anton Boyer's coming down. Cool. So good. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be... And then obviously, like, all the guys from the UK. That's what we're talking about. The UK lads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, sweet. Um, where, do, when do, where do they find out how to... Oh, um, on, on Facebook. Facebook, sweet. On they'll, they'll work it out. Right, one last <laughs> thing, one for the road. Yeah. You've got something? Okay, sweet. Um, After you've gone. Yep, yeah, sounds. Sure. After you've gone. Great. In the key of G, first chord C.
Yes, cool. We're done. We're good. Yeah. Hey, I tried to get thanks. everybody in that. I, I, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> hey, thanks again for coming Thank down. Thank you, guys. Thank you.